0: Welcome to Social Post, a podcast brought to you by Meet Edgar. Each week, we bring you a guest to inspire your creativity, breathe new life into your marketing strategy, and get you motivated to take action in your business. Whether you're just starting out or a seasoned entrepreneur, you'll walk away feeling like you took your social media marketing multivitamin. Enjoy the interview and remember, what's possible for them is possible for you. And we can't wait to see your success. Community, I am excited to be bringing you Sagan Morrow today, who is a wealth of information about productivity, which is something we all want to get better at. So today we're going to chat a little bit about her productivity business, how she gets the word out about it, and give you some tips that you can take for your own life. So I'm going to pass it over to Sagan to go ahead and introduce herself and what she does.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Um, So I'm a productivity strategist at SaganMorrow.com and I really help multi-passionate creatives and solopreneurs specifically um, learn how to manage their time and energy more effectively and really create a business that you truly love. And that works really well for your personal life as well. Um, so that's like the the main thing that I do. And I mean, I've been, I've had my own business now for over a decade. I started out as a freelancer. I still do some freelance writing on the side. Um, I'm also a romance novelist. So I'm very much multi-passionate myself. And so it's really lovely to be able to share so much of what I've learned over the years for how you can kind of have it all. You know, you can really have multiple different niches within your business and make a lot of progress with it when you are strategic and intentional with how you use your time and energy. When you are really productive, um, you can build a fantastic multifaceted business.
0: I love that idea of multi-passionate being a strategic thing in your life because we all have a lot of different dimensions to our personality, to our interests, and when we dive into them it can actually help each and every different aspect of our life I feel like. So what are some tips that you actually give to your clients or you use in your own life that allow you to explore each of these areas fully um, and make sure you're getting what you want out of each of the areas?
1: Yeah. So one of the very first things that I always get my clients to do is to uh, figure out their unique productivity style. So this is partly rooted in understanding our learning styles. um, But with, with my productivity styles, I really like asking a series of guided questions to help us understand how we how we best work in our own lives, how we interact with other people, what organization situations have worked really well for us in the past, what hasn't worked, all of those kinds of pieces. And then once we have that sort of foundation of understanding how we work best, then we can start moving forward from there and then it's really about figuring out our priorities in both our life and our business. When we are solopreneurs, there needs to be an alignment between our personal life goals and our professional life and our professional goals. And if we if they don't match up, then that's a big problem, right? We we want everything to work together really beautifully. So understanding what our longer term sort of goals are, what our priorities are from there and then working backwards to understand What is everything that we need to do on a monthly, weekly, daily basis to ensure that we are working towards those goals and being very strategic and intentional with basically every single task within our business so that we aren't just doing busy tasks, right? And this is a really great way for us to actually realize just how many activities we often do that don't contribute towards those longer term goals. So there ends up being a lot of stuff that we can take off our plate, that we can delegate or outsource um, to really make a lot more progress much faster.
0: Yeah, I think that's so important because so many times we all say we're so busy, but when we start to look at it and we're intentional, there are a lot of things we're doing that aren't leading to the goal we want to be at. So I love how you make sure that it individually fits and integrates with your life, but also step it back by the week, by the month, by the year, so that you know what you're working towards. I think it's such an easy concept, but one that's actually hard to put into practice for a lot of us. Um, So when you're actually going into this and putting these things into practice, Um, what is it about um, some sort of technique that you can provide us uh, to make sure we're setting the right goals and actually doing the steps to take to kind of make sure that what we're doing is getting us towards those goals a little more can you dive into that a little
1: deeper yeah one of the best things to do right off the bat is to really understand that what's working really well for someone else won't necessarily work for you so being very um, open to customizing things, you know, getting inspiration and ideas from other people, but then adapting it to your unique situation, that's going to be really, really important. And also creating a very, um, a very intentional business plan is super important to really understand, okay, what do I personally truly want the most out of my life and my business? When we're starting out with figuring out what we really, really want, sometimes it feels a little bit scary Or we think that it's not realistic, but I actually think that there's a lot of value in just thinking about, okay, if, if all other things were equal, what would I most want for my life and my business? Taking out what's realistic at this point, right? Just thinking of what would be my dream life, my dream business. And then once we identify what we most want, then we can start to figure out, okay, how can I get as close to that as possible? How can I make this my reality or, or or adapt it to really figure out what is sort of realistic for me. I find it extremely helpful for both myself and my clients to check in on this on a very regular basis. So doing solo business retreats, you know, about once a year or every quarter even, um, doing weekly audits or weekly check-ins to really see, okay, what did I do last week to, you know, meet my goals with my business plan and what's What maybe didn't work or what did I, you know, procrastinate on doing? What can I change this coming week? All of that kind of thing, really making sure that we are checking in with ourselves very consistently can be a complete game changer because in that case, we're really looking at it and we're seeing, okay, I said I was going to do this thing for the past five weeks and because I've been doing this weekly audit, I can see, I can go back the last five weeks and I can see. I have not, I've been procrastinating on this exact same thing, whatever it happens to be. Um, and then we can actually deal with it. Right. But we won't even realize what we're making excuses for what we are procrastinating on, unless we are being very honest with ourselves about that. And unless we are really checking with ourselves and moving forward, making adjustments and pivoting from there.
0: Gosh, yeah, I think that's so wise. And it seems like you have a lot of really cool strategies for your um, clients to be able to take these things, learn from them, pivot and improve, which is what life is all about and iterating, of course. Um, But I'd love to switch gears here a little bit and actually ask you a little bit about how you attract your clients who need your help. Because it seems like there's a certain type of person who is just going to get so much value from what you have to offer. People have been struggling in the past with productivity who haven't quite found that alignment in their life Um, how do you identify the people who are going to get the most out of your programs and how do you get in front of them
1: yeah this is such a great question and Uh for me you know a lot of it um is really about connecting with people it's all about the connections it's all about the collaborations um this was something that i really figured out actually in my own solo business retreat last year i realized that it would be really helpful for me to connect much more frequently with other people so from there i think i've done over 30 collaborations um, just since january with different people, um, you know, doing joint webinars and doing giveaways and all these different sorts of things, really connecting with more and more people and understanding who are other people in this industry who I can, I can collaborate with so that we can share pool our resources together, and really connect more deeply with other people. Um, I also use, you know, emails are a huge one for me. I'm constantly, um, I, you know, I send out weekly newsletters that share the behind the scenes of my business and tell stories and that kind of thing so that my my um, email subscribers can get to know me on a much more intimate sort of basis. Um, I, I'm on my Instagram stories all the time, you know, sharing again, more behind the scenes type of things. And I really find that the more that I share about what my, my actual day-to-day life and business looks like, and really talking about the behind the scenes, the more that my ideal clients resonate with me. And the more that they can see Just what this lifestyle could look like for them, too. Um, And it's really wonderful, you know, having conversations with people in like Instagram direct messages and that kind of thing, being able to um, hear what people are sort of struggling with and connect with each other in real time and discuss, okay, what what exactly is your issue with, you know, working from home more productively, that kind of thing. And, you know, here's the different ways that we could potentially work around this. Here's a couple of like quick tips that you can just sort of try for your unique situation. Let me know how it goes, all of that kind of thing. So the more that I'm, I find that the more that I, I give and the more that I share, the more that my clients find me.
0: Gosh, yeah, I love these two words that you use a lot in that description, which is collaboration and connection, and I think so much business um, in the past hasn't truly been about collaboration as much as, you know, that competition, that rah-rah, and not sharing that personal side of yourself, so if we shift our focus to that more collaborative approach where we can all lift each other up, you know, rising tides, um, raise all boats, atmosphere, and thought process, um, I'm so glad to hear that that works for you because that's something we truly believe in here at Edgar, too. Um, And with that connection piece, I know a lot of the time it's really scary for people to let people into their uh, kind of personality and inside of their behind the scenes to their business. If you were to give someone a piece of advice um, about how to do this um, with like setting boundaries about what you're going to talk about, making sure that it is still going to be valuable, do you have any sort of um, tips that you could offer if you're just getting started trying to connect on a more personality level to your clients and you've never tried that strategy before?
1: Um, in terms of collaborating with other people? Yeah. Collaborating,
0: Mm -hmm. letting your own personality show up a little bit more. Um, if you're kind of used to that old process of business and you've never tried these techniques, um, just how do you get started with that?
1: Yeah. Okay. So there's, there's so many different directions that we could take this. (laughs) Um, but I definitely find, you know, if you are, if you're wanting to share more about your personal life and that kind of thing, um, Understanding the difference—I actually just tweeted about this the other day. Understanding the difference between being deeply personal while also protecting your privacy; mm. those are really, really big pieces. Um, for example, I, you know, I share a lot about a lot of information about my personal life and that kind of thing. Um, again, you know, on Instagram, on Twitter, on my weekly newsletters. But my spouse, who I have been with for over ten years. I refer to him as Mr. Science. He's, you know, he has this pseudonym, so I'm, you know, I'm protecting his privacy and that kind of thing. Um, whenever I'm sharing videos of me working here in my home, you know, my window's right there. You can see the building across the street, so I always make sure that the blinds are down so that people don't know where I live. So there's little things like that that you can really do to very much protect your privacy, and it's just about. It's it's about sort of identifying those types of things and taking that step back to understand what is it that I want to that I want to share with people and what do I want to maybe protect. I'm also you know I, I often find that people tell me, they're like, oh, Sagan, like you share absolutely everything online. And I think to myself that this is a really interesting sort of comment because the truth is I share a lot. I share a lot about my personal life, about my my personal values, all these types of things. But there's also a lot that I don't talk about. And so it really is about understanding, okay, what is important to me to be part of my sort of brand and what about my personal life or my family or anything like that is just something that's not relevant it's not part of my brand so I'm not going to incorporate that so you can even um, play with this a little bit like you could you could write it into your business plan or you could just try you know one day posting about something about your personal life you know that you if you do yoga all the time or you you enjoy cooking or sharing a book that you're reading something like that's just a little bit personal and see what kind of reaction you get from potential clients and if they're into it or not, and then sort of adjust and pivot for, from there. So much about all of this is really experimentation, right? And being, and, and watching to see, okay, what happens if I do X? What happens if I do Y? You know, maybe I'll I'll try Z over here and sort of see where that goes. So playing with all of that is really useful. And from the standpoint of um, doing collaborations with other people, you know, if you're feeling a little bit wary about doing this for the first time, if you're, if it can feel a little bit scary, then looking at, okay, who do you already know, right? Who have you already made connections with? So who do you feel like you know we're on the same page, you share the same values. Um, making sure to maybe have a, some kind of a Zoom chat ahead of time before you actually collaborate to make sure you're on the same page with things. And also starting out with a much shorter term collaboration, maybe one webinar. And then that could potentially lead into more types of things, right? But starting small and then potentially growing from there.
0: Oh man, I love that a lot, especially this idea that you've taken in a couple of your answers with the experimental mindset, whether it's with productivity and testing what works for you personally, or what you're sharing online about your personality to connect with people. It's all about experimenting. Um, and I think that there's no one right answer as Sagan has let us know here. Um, so if you've never tried personally connecting before, um, I love her idea of just looking for the things in your life that you're okay with sharing, but realizing, you don't have to share everything to have an online personality that people connect with. Um, So setting those boundaries I love so much. Um, Well, this has been such a great chat, and I'm really excited about some of the topics you've talked about here. If you want to leave us with one action step or one item to be more productive in our day-to-day, what would that be?
1: I would say that the number one thing to do is your weekly audits. Nice. So Add that Add that into your schedule. Set aside even 20 minutes a week. Do that weekly audit. Make sure that you are checking in on what you did last week, what your plan is moving forward, and that's going to help you ensure that you are moving the needle forward. You're making so much more progress, so much faster, and you aren't getting distracted by busy tasks.
0: I love it. Super actionable. Thank you so much for your wealth of knowledge, Sagan. You guys, if you're taking any of these tips or if you have more questions, leave it in the comments below. We will definitely get back to you. Um, And hit that like button if you learned something today. And we'll be back with another episode of How She Built That next week. Thanks so much for joining us, Sagan.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in and be sure to keep the conversation going with us on social. We're at Meet Edgar on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So let us know your biggest takeaway from today's episode and don't forget to tag us. Visit www.meetedgar.com and start a free trial to uplevel your social media marketing strategy today. Happy posting.